everybody, and welcome back to episode 14 of the Cinefessions podcast. I am one of your three hosts. My name is Brandon Chowan. And joining me, as every week, we have Chris Ranson and Ash Collins. Gentlemen, thanks for being here again this week. This is now our sixth Thursday in a row for recording, which I never would have thought in a million years that we'd actually be recording this show on a weekly basis, but... I'm pretty happy that we are. I think it's pretty great. Yeah, it's fun. And you were nervous with the whole scream thing. Like, will it be enough content? Yeah, absolutely right. But it works. Yeah, definitely. I mean, each episode's coming in about an hour, which is, I think, pretty pretty perfect for a podcast. So I'm digging it. I'm loving it. With that out of the way. God, I haven't had McDonald's in forever. I had it today. My my assistant manager picked some up for me today, so I was pretty happy about that. Had some nugs. We had Tim Hortons for breakfast today. Uh-huh. So, Ash, what have you been doing this week? Uh, I'm starting to slowly get back into my instant Cinefessions groove. I actually watched um, Expendables 3 yesterday. Okay. Uh, it was about what I expected. It was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, I've yet to see any of those yet. I need to watch them. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it's the first one's the best one. The second one was kind of eh, and the third one's kind of eh. <laughs> it's just it, they're very formulaic at that point for the second and third one. But uh, other than that, I got a clean bill of health for my doctor. So excellent. That's good. Waiting to hear back on my wife, and then we'll be good. Awesome. Hell yeah. I I haven't been to a doctor in. <laughs> Couldn't even tell you how long, but I know it wouldn't be a clean bill of health. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you, Chris? What have you been doing this past week? Oh, it has been an awesome week. So I have a good story. Okay. But first, when when you guys see, well, I went to the movies, obviously, and I saw Vacation, which was mm. okay. Mm-hmm. But before it was a trailer for The Martian. Now, I've been avoiding trailers for The Martian because I have the book. I want yeah. to read it. And Twitter had said, filled with spoilers. Okay. I don't even need to read the book or see the movie now. The entire plot is laid out in this 3.5 minute thing. And it just pissed me off. Like, just pissed right my Cheerios. <laughs> like, I don't understand why they do that. Like, I understand there has to be some enough in there to get the viewers' asses in the seats. But why in the hell would you give away the entire plot of the movie in a trailer? It doesn't make right. sense to me. Because yeah, they don't know how to market it. They don't yeah. know what they're doing. I won't ruin it, but it, it's just, it's everything. So avoid it. Like the plague. <laughs> the trailer. Yeah, well. I definitely will. But no, so obviously there's these like theater shootings going on. Right. <clears throat> you know, I think there was one yesterday or it was yeah. today. I, yesterday, I'm always Tennessee. blurred. But we were sitting in vacation in this strange person like it's busy you know it's a sunday middle afternoon rainy outside and he comes in and he he's standing there in this like weird cockeyed position like it wasn't like a real position that you would stand there by yourself like so he was like setting off like warning signs in my head that you know hey this is the person who may kill me in this movie um then he of course sits down like you know right in front of me and like one over whatever you know it's busy and Jeff was using his uh, outdoor voice, like during the previews. And I was like, he's staring back here. Maybe we should, you know, calm it down a little. Use your, <laughs> use your theater movie voice. And um, 
Well, then the movie starts. This dude whips out his phone, starts taking pictures of the movie, some selfies, texting, starts playing Farmville. What like, the fuck? Like, we're, we're a minute in, and I'm like, oh, you gotta fucking be kidding me. And like, of course, I mean, he had the brightness down, but still, you're directly in my line of sight. Right. So I can see it. I lasted like 45 minutes. Till he pulls it out again and starts playing whatever game he's playing. And <laughs> I turn to Jeff. I'm like, I'm ready to dump the soda right on his head. <laughs> I'm like, I'm about to go ballistic. So then I'm sitting there and like the five second stretch, I'm like, I could dump my soda on him, which would probably be bad. I could scream at him, but that's going to disrupt everybody. I could get up and complain, but then I might miss something. Right. So option four was, I'm just going to kick his seat really hard, <laughs> which probably isn't the best idea because he seems mentally unstable. Right, right. So I kicked it really hard, and the woman beside me was a little shocked. <laughs> but he, he didn't turn around. He just, I didn't see the phone rest of the time. Anytime he pulled it out, he tilted his head down to block it. And I'm like, you can't go for 90 minutes. Without playing fucking Farmville or texting or like it's so rude. <laughs> That's ridiculous. How like, it, hmm? I thought they fucking like monitored that shit. No, that's just a big lie. Yeah. But this is AMC and like they don't even have this theater, yeah. they don't even have people like walking in. Right. To check on a movie, which I think it's kind of stupid. Mm hmm. Like normally they have people walk through, but I, I just find it rude. Like if you're going to be on your phone, Sit at the very top where you can't, you know, no one can see your shit. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because when I see a movie and I know I'm going to hate it and I'm by myself, I'll sit at the top. That way I can live tweet my bitterness for sitting in this movie that I've probably snuck into because I'll be honest, it happens. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just find you? that annoying. You? No. <laughs> I know. So I totally didn't see the new Mission Possible right after vacation in IMAX. Or anything, and that was good. Good. That one, Which, yeah. The the one of my friends saw it in the theater. He's like, "That was amazing," and I'm like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, you need to see it." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. I I went in with like no expectations. And then what else did I, I love that Simon Pegg's in it though? Yes, he's always fun. Yeah, definitely. And he has a much beefier role in this than I think the last one. I don't really remember Ghost Protocol or whatever it was called. Right. And then well, today, three, huh? three was the one where he debuted, I think, wasn't I it? Um, maybe not. Maybe I'm, no, because there's okay. He was yeah, he was in three. He had a bit part in three, and then Ghost Protocol was the one right after that, wasn't it? Yes. And then then there's this one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I remembered my Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> and then I kind of I don't remember. I got really drunk Saturday. I remember that. Well, parts of that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but I watched movies today. I uh, went to the Red Box because there was like a dollar off coupon. So why wouldn't I rent something for 54 cents? Mm -hmm. So I rented Joe Dante, you know, director of Gremlins, his new movie, Burying the X. And oh. it was awful. Really? Poorly written. It has that Ashley Green from Twilight in it. Yeah. And Chekhov from the new Star Trek. He's in it. Terrible writing. It's just awkwardly bizarre and basically like his girlfriend is a psycho bitch like total vegan just 
total C U N T. Um, but then she dies, and you're like, yay! <laughs> and then he falls in love with some new girl like almost instantly. But then his gr- his now dead girlfriend had made a wish on like a devil genie jar or something. Yeah. So she comes back as a zombie. Okay. And so she still wants to be with him because they're going to be in love forever. Oh, so it's a total ripoff of that uh, Tales from the Crypt episode. Sure. In the, in the comic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it could be. But then it gets, like, you know, she's normal until she watches some, like, famous zombie foreign film. I forget what it's called. But she gets, like, all aroused by the blood. And she turns into, like, a real zombie and starts eating people. One person. That's it. Body count of one. <laughs> ruined it for you that's stupid and then i also watched alexander and the horrible no good very bad day or whatever it's called yeah and i'm only mentioning it it was okay like it like made me happy which is weird huh. like, what is this feeling um, <laughs> but it had uh the chick who dies at the beginning of the scream tv series whatever her name is oh okay thora birch or whatever no not thora birch no <laughs> um <laughs> The show we're going to be talking about shortly, Scream. Bella Thorne. Yeah, there we go. That Bella Thorne chick is in that movie. Okay. It was cute. And then it ends because it's a kid's movie, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ruin the ending because it ends with cowboy strippers at <laughs> an eight-year-old's birthday party. And the real reason Chris loved it comes to light. No, they weren't that attractive, <laughs> but it was just funny because I'm like, really like cowboy strippers. But yeah, that's about it. I also started uh, playing Tomb Raider on the PS4, and I'm not digging it as much as I did when I first played it. Really? Yeah, I don't know. It's not really. I guess it's because I've already played through it, but mm-hmm. I probably will not finish and just bitch and moan until the sequel comes out on the PS4. <laughs> you know, next year. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, uh, I haven't been watching movies at all. It's been all, if I'm watching TV, it's going to be pretty little liars or scream. That's yes, pretty, pretty little liars. Yeah. That's pretty much what I've been doing. I love that. You hated it at first. You're like, this show is stupid. How do you watch it? And now, you know? now you're addicted. Yeah. I, I have had to threaten Bridget with her life. If she <laughs> watches episodes without me now, because before that was fine, whatever, but no, not anymore. <laughs> We are episode like two or th- I want to say three or four episodes past the mid-season finale of season five. So I mean, we're getting close. Okay, it's all coming together. Yeah, <laughs> and so just wait till you see how the season ends. Yeah, it's I like, am holy fuck, <laughs> and I'm gonna be really pissed because then I can't just hit play the next episode because I have to figure out a way to watch them outside of that, outside of Netflix. Yeah. I'm going to check, though, on Voodoo, see if they have, like, what you were talking about before with the, you yeah. purchase it now, and then you get the whole season as it comes out. Yeah. You could also, uh, might be, like, on Hulu. And that's, that's the other option I was going to look into. And you could always do, like, a free trial, because you'll watch the, what is it, 13 episodes yeah. in two weeks. You'll easily watch. Oh, yeah. We go through about a season every th- four or five days, so. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's a lot uh, of watching. They're long seasons. There's like, what, 26 episodes? 24. The last one was 25. So, yeah. But that, it, I mean, it's it's just so 
interesting. It's it's very well done in terms of uh, keeping the viewer hooked for the next episode. They give just enough. Yeah. Just enough to... And it, like, pisses me off because, like, I genuinely want to care for these people and like these people. <laughs> but it's like, you're probably fucking lying to me. And that pisses me off. <laughs> like, I don't know who to believe and who not to believe. And it's just so frustrating. I'll just wait because the shit's about to blow up <laughs> in the season finale. Oh, I can't wait. That's what we're going to do after this is done. But <laughs> And then I've just been, like... I go through different stages in my life. Like there are a few things that I love and they kind of just circle. Like uh, one month or two months, I'll be hardcore into this. And then the next I'll be into this part, but it, you know, it's, it's movies, which are pretty, pretty much always into. I just haven't been watching a lot of movies lately. It's just been TV series, pro wrestling, video games, comic books, I'm sure there's some other things I'm missing, but those are pretty much the, the things that, you know, I enjoy most. And right it was pro wrestling about two or three months ago. And now it's and when it was video games for maybe a month. And now it's just fucking comic books. Like, I'm just obsessed with them right now. I, I spend a lot of my time trying to find different like Marvel and D, um, DC omnibus uh, books to purchase that look interesting. Um, but they're so damn expensive, but I really like am ready to buy my first one. I've <laughs> been watching a lot of like YouTube videos on, you know, from the uh, this one guy I like on YouTube is called the Omnibus Collector. His uh, website's probably better than his YouTube videos, but he's still a lot of fun to, to listen to. And he just has this huge Omnibus collection and it's awesome. Like I want to get so many of these books, but they are just so expensive. And I'm just that's what I'm into right now. I watch Pretty Little Liars and then I'll read some comics. <laughs> and it's Chris's fault because he said, <laughs> oh, Injustice, you need to read Injustice. And so I took his word on it and I bought it. And I mean, it's one of the best fucking comic book series I've ever read in my life. Like, it's amazing. And so I bought the second volume, read through that. Now I'm, I just haven't had a lunch at work yet this week because of weird scheduling. And so I haven't been able to uh, pick up the third volume, which would, is actually the beginning of year two. Um, but I'm going to plan to do that tomorrow because I should have a lunch break tomorrow. So I'm probably going to grab that at Barnes and Noble, which is right across the way from my work. And so, yeah, I'm obsessed with injustice. And actually, I put up on the website, I started doing um, just because I'm obsessed with them. So why not do something about it so I can get some more content on the website? I created a capsule review for the graphic novels. And obviously, you guys feel free if you ever read something you want to put up there. Absolutely. Go for it. Obviously. I mean, really, that goes without saying, but um, th so these graphic novel capsule reviews have five different elements that I think are, are super important to any graphic novel um, story, the writing, the artwork, the originality, uh, and then intangibles, as we call it with our movie review, just things that don't quite fit anywhere else. And so I first one went live uh, this morning for Injustice Volume 1. Tomorrow, which is going to be Friday, so this show will be up uh, after that, obviously, will be in Justice Volume 2. And then Saturday morning, I will have Bob's Burgers up there. And I'll just say this about Bob's Burgers. I am a huge fan of the show. It is absolutely one of my favorite com uh, cartoons out there. It's it's hilarious, and I love the family. But the graphic novel, or the, the comic series, which was uh, collected in this graphic novel that I bought, 
is really dis- disappointing because it's just kind of like short story. So each of the five family members has their own thing, each issue. And so they're not really advancing the storyline of Bob's Burgers at all, which is the main reason I bought it. Because on the back of the book, it says that these are in canon stories. And so I was thinking, oh, cool. You know, I'll get to spend more time with the family and learn more about them. No, it's just kind of fantasy shit all the way around. So that was a little disappointing. But uh, that 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 is disappointing because I actually I, I hate most of the cartoons on now. But Bob's Burgers like is hysterical. Yeah, I just I love that show. I've wa- I, I've literally seen every episode at least twice and most episodes four or five times. Like I just it's so good. I don't know. I just love it. The kids like I if my kids are any less interesting or funny than Bob's Bob's kids on the show, I'm going to fucking hate them because those kids have set the bar really high and my kids better live up to that. Damn it. I'm going to hear about it. So I'll just say that. Wow. There yeah. is an Invader Zim comic. I don't know if you watched that cartoon back in the have, day. No. Well, you need to because it's fucking amazing. <laughs> but I'm excited about that. I think it started like last month. But I might wait for um, a trade paperback, whatever they're called. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Just because it's easier. And like I'm buying Fight Club 2 as it comes out. Okay. And it's like 10 issues. So by the time you buy all of them, it's like 50 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Right and I'm like, ah. And same same with like Archie versus Predator. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it equals out about the same what you'd pay for the trade paperback. But now I have four f- loose floppy things. To right. Yeah, like do the, something with. exactly like the uh, material is is subpar compared to what you get in a trade paperback. And the thing is now because I've been watching the Omnibus Collector and, and reading about all these collections, I kind of I'm going to start buying hardcovers wherever I can because the um, well, the thing with like these omnibus or like the absolute editions is they're larger. And so you get a bigger picture in front of you, which is really cool. And it's hardcover and the, and the pages are, um, you know, just stronger. And so instead of paying, I, I already made the decision years ago that I wasn't buying any more loose issues unless it was something special that I just really had to have because it doesn't make, it's not cost effective. I'll just wait until the trade paper cutback comes out. But now I'll probably just wait until I can get uh, a hardcover edition. If nothing else, because I mean, really on Amazon, if you're buying, a, if you look at like some of the trade paperbacks versus the hardcovers, you're talking about a two or three dollar difference. And so with those, I, I would go with hardcovers from now on. Yeah, I know Injustice has hardcovers. Yeah. Volume two. I, I didn't get them for volume one and volume two, but I am going to get them for volume three and four because they are in hardcover form at Barnes and Noble. I saw them when I was there last time picking up the second issue. Do you have a membership for Barnes and Noble? I do. Yeah. Okay. It's not as good. Like here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give you my because all you need is a phone number. I uh, speaking of Archie, I read uh, Afterlife with Archie, and that was a <laughs> blast. There's only book one out right now. Um, the next book comes out. Shit, I want to say September, but that could be wrong. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's Archie facing off against uh, zombies and I don't, I never really read Archie before I know of him. You know what I mean? Just because of who he is. And I've read a little bit about him, but uh, the afterlife with Archie is, is, is just a lot of fun anyway, even though I don't know too much about it, but I'm sure there are so many things that I, I feel like if you know, Archie, you'll be like, Oh, appreciate, you'll be able to appreciate it even more than I did. 
Um, but it's a lot of fun. The artwork's amazing. So there's that. I should check that out. I know he has a, I think there's one like him versus like, uh, Army of Darkness too. Yeah. Or something like that. There, yeah, you're right. There is. I have not read that one and I, I want to say I looked it up on Amazon, but I can't remember what the result was. It was either, I, I want to say it was like out of print or something. Probably. That, that, those kind of things, like you need to buy it like as soon as it's available. Yeah. Licensing reasons. There's, um, a Halloween comic and I was talking to a friend about it. What? No. Um, well, there was two. There's, um, the f- death of Laurie Strode, <sighs> which is a three issue thing and they go for like 50 bucks an issue. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. That's but ridiculous. Then, but better yet is there's another three part series mm-hmm. that ties in Halloween H2O, ties in the gap between that <sighs> and something else, and then what happens after H2O, and it stars uh the boy she was babysitting in the original Halloween. <laughs> That's awesome. But it's supposed to be like fantastic. I need to track that down, but I'm sure it's super expensive. Yeah, it is. It's like fifty bucks a God. That sucks. Speaking of out of print and everything, so Yeah. Have you guys did either of you guys pick up the Big Trouble in Little China trade paperback that came out the beginning of July? You did? I know. I I wish I had, but no, I did not. Oh, I didn't know it came out finally. Yeah, it was like the first week of July. Like if you try ordering on Amazon now, it's always like a one to it'll be in stock in one to three weeks or it's out of stock. And right now I think it's temporary unavailable. Hmm. But I keep wanting to buy it, but it's like damn. Well, tomorrow's payday. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to buy the issues, mm-hmm. but issues like one through three, I could yeah. never find. Like they just were sold out indefinitely. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, fuck. Cause that would be something I would just pass on to you to be like, right. Take it. Yeah. But it sucks because these companies aren't doing anything digital either. So. Yeah. Exactly. That's like, I was trying to find this. I read about this new comic book series that was coming out. Uh, it was written by Brian K. Vaughn. And it's called um, We Stand on Guard. And basically, it's Canada and the United States go at war with each other. And then it takes place like, I forget, like 50 or like 12 years after 10 years. I don't remember how many years, but it was like 8 to 12 years after the initial bombs are dropped on the other's country. And um, I was looking for this one for the first issue because it came out a couple few weeks back. And I went to my comic book store and they didn't have it. They said, oh, we're getting more in. So I went there the next Wednesday and they didn't have it again. So I was like, fuck, like, I want to get this. I called the other comic book store in the area. They didn't have it either. I'm like, how the hell am I going to get it? And so I was, luckily I went to, it was on Image's website. They had the digital comic for like three bucks. So I was able to get it and read it. And it's really cool. But that's one. Thank God they put it digitally. Otherwise, there's I wouldn't be reading it right now. Like, there's no way. Right. Um. How, where do you, like, what do you use to read it? Like, do you just read it on your computer? Do you have that a tablet? One, yeah, that one I read on my computer. I read it on my Mac, yeah. But I, I have a tablet because I, I – and I recently – I just signed up for Marvel Unlimited, which is basically like – they have like 15,000 back issues that you can read for free online. And so I'm using my tablet for that. And then when I'm at work, I'm using my phone. Because I like my Kindle for reading comics because you can zoom in on the panels. <laughs> and like the panel fills up most of the screen. Yep. And you just scroll through it that way. Yeah, not – I just keep talking. But speaking of that, <laughs> yes, 
Like that was one thing I was disappointed with with Marvel Unlimited because I was I was reading a graphic novel through Amazon's Kindle app on my phone and you click on it and it zooms in and I love that feature. On Marvel Unlimited, I couldn't figure out how to do that and I was reading that it wasn't possible. I was like, damn, this sucks. I have to like keep manually zooming and zooming. I was like, blah. But then like as I was waiting for my dinner, which I told you was late, which is why we started recording late. I was waiting for my dinner. I happened to click something and I was like, oh shit, there it is. And so it, it actually does do that for Marvel Unlimited now which is awesome. And so I would definitely be reading more. I read the first four issues of Planet Hulk, which I frankly was very disappointed with. I just didn't, uh, I didn't connect with it at all, but I'll probably continue on. There's only like 19 issues to, or 12 issues total, I think, or something like that. And so it's not a terribly long run. So I'll probably just finish it to say I read it, but, but I'm glad I found that feature. It's an awesome feature and be able to zoom into the panel. You should read a uh, death of Wolverine. Okay. I will write that down. That way you can be set up for the new Tom Taylor series. Okay. Because I think the Wolverines is like the sequel to Death of Wolverine. And it's basically a bunch of people have been given like adamantium and they're trying to figure out who's going to be the next Wolverine. And I think the new Tom Taylor one is the female Wolverine, which I'm assuming is who's selected. I don't know. Gotcha. I'm probably wrong and just pissed off like, Every single Wolverine <laughs> fan out there. Right. So, but I hard. haven't read, I only read the last issue of Death of Wolverine. So. Okay. That's only because it was a shiny cover and he was naked on it. So I was like, ooh. Oh, I remember you showing us that. I remember that. I need this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, so that's what I'm into right now. I, I've just, you know, I fall f- full face first into that world. And so that's what I've been spending a lot of my time doing. Anyway. So we didn't have a winner from last week's giveaway for the first time. What? I know. Oh, and, and Andrew Shelton, if you are listening, I was able to send out your winnings today. And so that'll be to you. They said it should be there by Saturday. So probably by the time this episode goes live, you'll have already had it. So that is on its way. So I feel good that I got that out. So this past week, though, no one was able to guess the clip. So I'm going to use the clip again and I'm going to keep... The giveaway the same, Muppets from Space and the Muppets Take Manhattan Blu-ray. And let's add something. Let me find something. Let, let's add another Blu-ray. Um, hang on. The suspense is killing me. I hope it's something like horrible that doesn't go with anything like Naked Sorority <laughs> Chicks Live or something. <laughs> Alright. Alright, this doesn't fit the theme at all, but that's totally fine. The Crow. Blu-ray and digital... HD copy, brand new. Never even opened the motherfucker. So the crow, you will also win. So if you can guess that clip, which I I, I will replay here in a minute, you'll win the Muppets Take Manhattan, the Muppets from Space, and the crow. And all those are on Blu-ray. The Muppets both have the DVD with it as well. All right. So again, if you can correctly identify this upcoming clip, email me at contact at cinefessions.com or DM me on Twitter at Simon1 or at Cinefessions with the correct answer so whichever movie that clip is from and you will be entered to win those three blu-rays all right so here is the clip again just to remind you guys what it is here you go i ask for so little just let me rule you and you can have everything that you want kingdom is great Fear me, love me, do as I say, and I will be your slave. 
All right. So again, tell me what that clip is from on Twitter at Simon One or at Cinefessions or email me at contact at Cinefessions.com. You'll be entered into a drawing to win Muppets from Space, Muppets Take Manhattan, and The Crow. And the Muppets have the DVD and Blu-ray. The Crow is just the Blu-ray, but it also has a digital copy. So there's that. All right. So now let's just any anything else that we want to we want to bullshit about before we get into it? Mm, I don't think so. All right. Good. Let's do it. The reason we are here, reviewing episode six of the Scream TV series entitled Betrayed. Jumping right in, this episode picks up right where the last episode left off. So we're out in the woods, and Emma and Kieran just did the dirty. And are fully clothed still. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's how I do it. Oh yeah. Not really. That's how it happens in the woods. I don't know if you know that or not, but it's kind of like a magical woods thing that just shit happens oh come on well afterward it would be off oh no 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 if you have sex late at night in the woods you totally pull your clothes back on so you don't get eaten alive by mosquitoes ash speaks from experience yeah but he had that i want to kill you and eat your spleen look on his face as there was cuddling (laughs) on the other hand that was also a dream sequence which i totally fucking called oh i know I, I was like, I, it, like as soon as they started the episode that way, I'm like, she's fucking dreaming. <laughs> well, the set, the next part was a dream sequence, not the first part. Well, yeah, but like you know, when she she's like, you know, you have to take me to the house. And I'm like, she's fucking dreaming. You know, or she's out of her goddamn mind. Yeah, I didn't catch that it was a dream until the second she got stabbed. I was like, okay, well, this is obviously not fucking real. Could you imagine if it was though? If it was, I would be so much fucking happier than I am right now. <laughs> right? I was like, if, if they did this, it's going to be awesome. Right, but exactly. They did. So, But one thing that just blew my fucking mind when I was watching it, I, she she tries. Okay, so she gets the call from, they go to Brandon James's house, which I didn't even know Brandon James had a house. I guess it should just be assumed, but I've never heard them mention his house before. But anyway, they go there. and. All of a sudden, Kieran disappears and the killer calls and she freaks out and starts running. She tries going out the front door, but she can't get the door open. The fucking door was locked from the inside with a chain lock. I'm like, why are you running backwards? Unlock the door and walk out the fucking door, you moron. That That was, yeah, that was, that was the other thing that was like, yep, this is a dream because she's right. She's not this dumb. Oh, that just blew my mind. I didn't even catch that. I feel bad. Yeah. Oh, it killed me. Anyway, I don't I don't mean to yell. I apologize. But fuck, that got me just so much. I was like, what is going on? I hated the terrible shaky cam stuff. That, and it happens the whole episode. Like, it's normal, and then it's shaky cam. And then it's normal. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Stick with the style. Uh, oh. The police are coming. Let's do a shaky cam up the stairs. No, let's not. As they're running at you. Right. (laughs) But no. What ends that dream sequence is Emma stabbing herself. Well, she this the killer stabs Emma and then the killer takes her mask off and it's Emma. And so Emma stabs herself and she says it ends with you, which leads me to believe that she will, in fact, be our final girl. 
Not to disappoint Chris, but that's what I think. I don't know. I'm going to say it now, but okay. I was pretty spot on for what happened this week. <laughs> eh. well, they, they ruined it with the whole, the preview ruined it for this week. Like, R- right. Completely. Yeah, and I'm not sure that you are correct yet. But we'll, we'll, I don't want to jump we'll that far because that's the very we'll last me- like seconds of the episode. So hang on. Um, all right. So and then obviously we realize that's the dream sequence. She wakes up in a in a room and starts going downstairs. And who's walking out the door? But the sheriff. Well, actually, the Maggie and, and the sheriff, whose name I just don't know. I just call him the sheriff every time I see him. And HUD. So Maggie and HUD are kissing. And so Emma realizes that her mom is now with the sheriff. I just I find that whole thing just weird that they're banging father son. <laughs> I love Kieran's line. He's like, "Did you and your mom make up some freaky bet, like some freaky sex bet?" I was like, "Oh, it's so weird." <laughs> oh, and he's like, "I'm just glad this isn't awkward." <laughs> it's like, no, it's awkward. I'm I feel awkward. It's awkward. All right, so where were we? So Will. Shows up at the coffee house where Emma where Emma works and trying to see Emma, but Emma's not there. Who's there instead? Piper. And I like how Piper tries to get him to go on the podcast and kind of uh, admit everything. But where she's way off is when she says that, well, you know what your problem is, is that you're a good guy. And when a good guy fucks up, it looks even worse or something along those lines. I'm like, since when is Will a good guy? Will is an absolute piece of shit who deserves to die. Yay! Yeah, like I don't... <laughs> and those glasses, wardrobe, fix her fucking glasses. There are like three times too big for her face. I hate her glasses. God. Apparently, I'm alone. I don't even know she had glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I I took the note last week. I didn't say anything, but I had to say something this week because the glasses are just too goddamn big for her face. Her face is really small. Her glasses are gigantic. So the next scene, we have Noah and... Oh, maybe she's going for that Leonard Nimoy 1970s look. <laughs> maybe she traveled through time. <laughs> God. She's from the past. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Noah and Audrey are outside of the school, and they're talking about Mr. Branson. And so what Noah finds out is that Mr. Branson didn't exist until he came to Lakewood. So in other words, he changed his name before he came to Lakewood. So there's something new that we learn. And then he also, toward the end of that scene, like puts himself and Audrey on the suspect list. And then they stare at each other. And she's like, nice resting creeper uh, face or whatever the hell she says. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, nice resting creeper face. Yeah, yeah, That that was really funny. But see... This is so randy. This is why I don't think they're the killers at all. See, I think they're the killers. and the, Well, I don't know. I'm going to stick with my original guess of the mayor. But the way they talk as they're deducing is almost as if they could be playing out the ways to their guidelines of guiding everyone to where they want them to be. Because I noticed this, this line of thinking and acting, because I've actually paid attention for once. <laughs> very well lined up with you know well we have this person doing this and we can use this against them to do this like if you reverse it it could be them deciphering how they were going to plan everything out just, just yeah just saying it it could be throwing it, could it be. out there better than the red herring of mr branson having a fake name no mr branson's the fucking killer 
how many times we got to go through this? It's my pick, and he's going to have something to do with it. You just wait. He, he's too obvious at this point because he keeps coming in with, like, creepy I'm going to kill you face, and he's always mad now. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. But we'll talk about that when we in a little in a couple of seconds here. The next scene, we had they're all in the library, and Brooks like I can't think about Goodbye Girl when my dad's done Gone Girl, and I just can't help but thinking to myself, my God, Gone Girl was such a shitty movie. <laughs> it just hit me again. Uh, yeah, I, I made a note of the Gone Girl reference, which is terrible. <laughs> no, and so Brooke and. Well, I'm Jesus. I always do that. Brooke and Jake are talking about what happened. The video they saw like the night prior, however many nights ago it was. Um, And then we have Will working with Audrey and now Noah's in on that scene. So turning it into like a threesome for the for the class assignment. Did you guys notice that Will looked like white as a ghost in that scene? Did you notice that at all? Like which one? The the scene where. Okay, so this is the scene where um, uh, Noah. Audrey and Will are just trying to go over the go over their classwork, basically. And Noah's like, oh, maybe Audrey, maybe you should apologize for throwing him down in self-defense class. Do you remember that scene? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I, yeah. I don't know if I, because I, he's feeling guilty about stuff, mm-hmm. uh, supposedly. <laughs> right. So that was my kind of take on that. It was he's still feeling guilty, and she kicked the crap out of him, and then he has to work with her. So I think that was part of it. But yeah, yeah, that's why I didn't know if it was like a, a a purposeful choice on wardrobe's part, or if it was just kind of something's weird here. Because he looked—I don't know what it was—but he looked really white to me. Because he had a ghost face. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, terrible. It was, and he's not. <laughs> he's not the killer. He's just a douchebag. Yay! <laughs> um, all right. So the next major scene we have here is uh, back at, at Detective Brock's office, and basically Brock tells Maggie that she did a, a shitty job, and she did because it took her a fucking week to realize that Rachel's death was not a suicide but a murder, and so then it took HUD that you know even longer. To, to turn it into a homicide investigation. And so you, they're losing shit. But, but the big thing about this scene is that we find out that there is DNA evidence linked to someone in town and presumably someone that we know, which that moment, because I think the next moment is where the cops show up at the classroom and they're going to take that person away. And it's Audrey. That moment should have been big. I feel like that could have been a really good moment for the TV series. But they fucked themselves over because they revealed it in the last episode's preview for this week. No, this show would never do that. Yeah, (laughs) it was so disappointing because I just kept thinking to myself, man, this is a really good moment. Like the writers did something right here. But then, nope, it's shit upon by advertising from the week before. So I thought that was just really disappointing because it could have been something really good. Yeah, but and do so, you think the police would really just barge in just I, like that? I no, wrote that they down. Have, Absolutely yeah. not. They would not have. They would not have been allowed to do that. Actually, yeah. they would have had to go to the principal's office. The principal would have paged her ass onto the police, mm-hmm. and then they would have taken her out of the school. Yeah. Like the entire <laughs> this entire scenario just was like this wouldn't happen. Like from this, and then the next scene mm-hmm. and stuff. Well, well and the, the only reason they do it that way is because then. We have no, you know, Noah and um, Emma have no reason to suspect something's up. Right. 
That's the only reason they did it this way. And it's yeah. a shit reason. It's a la- it's lazy writing. Exactly. I love that we all literally wrote down the same thing because I, <laughs> I have that note specifically. Like, that's just unrealistic. Yeah. So the next scene is obviously uh, what you're just talking about, Ash. Uh, Noah and Emma spin off into the music room to talk about, hey, what? why is she getting pulled down to the room? And then I like how Noah got off track when he was talking about, oh, even villains eat. And then he was talking about Bane. Well, Bane might eat. He probably might use a straw. Yeah. I just thought that was really funny. And then in walks out of fucking nowhere, how he even knew where they were in the classroom. Who knows? And why he had such a grim look on his face. Who knows? But in walks Mr. Branson. And he decides that Noah, since he's so good at speeches, should do a monologue instead of being in a scene. And so he takes him away. And they are presumably going to talk about what monologue he's going to do. And then we go back into the police station again. And we have uh, Detective Brock questioning Audrey. And all I could think about was how is this detective questioning a minor without a parent? And then the sheriff walked in and said the exact same thing. I was like, oh, okay. Well, at least they got that. It didn't matter because it just kept going. And I'm like, this Mm -hmm. is fucking absurd. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I didn't know Audrey had a dad, so there's that. Surprise! Yeah, he just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> and her mom has cancer. Hey! Was that re- was that happen? Did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Heard that. She that's why her mom's away. Yeah. Mom is. Yeah. Wow! Completely. I've watched the episode twice, and I still missed that. How about that? It's just weird that no one had parents, and then they're like they slowly feed them in. Yeah. Like, hey, my mom just randomly showed up. <laughs> And I also made note that I felt like it took him way too long to lawyer up, especially because her dad was there. I feel like he would just be smarter than that because he just kept going on and on. And then she started being uh, the detective started being a real asshole to her and they still let it go on. I'm like, what are you doing? Just ask for a lawyer and this is done. But I did like that the uh, sheriff defended her. I made note of that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, too. I'm still waiting because, Chris, you mentioned that, like, the, the character of the sheriff changes or the actor playing the sheriff changes midway at some point here right yeah it's supposed to supposedly that was one of the big like news articles i had read so i'm interested to see if that actually agree with the way the show was going and backed out after like maybe it was six episodes Hmm. oh oh i had a note there's apparently a jake scene we skipped um he was oh where brooke ambushes him about uh i know what you did oh a will scene or a will scene yeah yeah uh, and she ambushes Will and and is like, you know, I know you did. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, it's not, you know, it, you know, Jake's don't, you know, doing it too. And I was like, wait a minute. Was that, I because my notes like, wait, was that actual acting from Will in that scene? <laughs> I had, and then I had to rewatch to confirm, but awkward blackmail is awkward. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I was shocked that she just like j- like just jumped on him with the blackmail thing. I didn't expect that at all. She just and and, and then she turns it into a threat. She's like, "You fucked with the wrong family." I'm like, "Wow, that was it was really unexpected." So the they lawyer up, and then the dad is like, "You know, can I talk to you for a minute?" So Detective Brock and she leaves, and then uh, Audrey jumps up and grabs her dad's phone and starts dialing someone, and it's she tries to call Noah, but it goes to voicemail. And so then we we go back to the school, and. Emma is standing outside the classroom waiting for Noah and Noah comes out and he's, he says, well, first off, he falls back in love with Mr. Branson says, and says, oh, maybe he's not the killer. Maybe he was just being manipulated by Nina or, or so-and-so. And so he says, oh, but 
I had him use this app to put my to put his uh, phone number in my phone, and it was a fingerprint scanner app. And I'm like, what the? I f-? actually paused the show. Yep. And I googled it in my phone. There is an app scanner that will do fingerprints. I don't know if it fucking works or not, but that does exist. See, I've heard of apps like that, but I thought they were all fake. Like, I that's why I was like, really? They're having this character who's supposed to be the computer whiz do use a fingerprint scanner app. I, I don't like. I, I always I heard of them. I just thought they were fake. So if it's not, then so be it. I don't know. If, I don't know if they work or not. I just right happen to see it. So. Yeah. But how would he even use it? Like, how would he use this fingerprint information? Like, I, I don't to know. Search. <laughs> I mean, he, does he have? Is he a good enough hacker that he can hack into the police database? Like, um, like Caleb on Pretty Little Liars, or I don't know. God, he got ugly. I don't know what happened. I agree. Caleb. I agree. Bridget still loves him, but I hate him. I think he's ugly as hell. I messaged my friend. I'm like, did they change the actor for Caleb? And he's like, no. Why? I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck happened? <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, and then there's the, one of the oh, so in that scene, Audrey tells Emma, "Go to my house and find this SD card from whatever date, September 30th or something, and destroy it. And please, whatever you do, don't watch it." So I'm like, "What? Don't? What is this? <laughs> that obviously, means watch it." <laughs> exactly. Obviously, this is gonna be another something stupid. And so, uh, they they go to do that, but there's a a scene in between there where we're at Brooke's house, and yeah. basically him and or rather her and Jake are going to open this freezer to see if her mom's dead body is in it. And then all of a sudden Jake quotes Stephen King. I'm like, what the fuck? Jake hasn't read a fucking picture book in his life, let alone a Stephen King novel for him to remember a Stephen King quote. I'm like, what the fuck? I wrote, uh, dumb jock, Stephen King quote. (laughs) (laughs) It's just more, I feel like it's so inconsistent. Some of these characters, man. This whole scene was weird though, because they open they open the chest mm-hmm. and there's just sheets in there. Or no, there was a part of a sheet. Yeah, it had ripped. It had torn off. Yeah, uh, it was just weird. I don't know. <laughs> I I agree with you, and I normally like those two, but their scenes this week just felt like filler and did not work at all for me. And I think that Brooke is taking this whole like my dad may have killed my mom thing a really well. Really, really well. She tried to she tried to break down and cry in that scene, but it didn't quite go as planned. <laughs> Come on, they're top A actors. I know. Oh, the one thing, yeah, the one thing I took away from that scene besides that was resting creep face Jake is creepy. Because <laughs> it was. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. That's hilarious. My next note is my next note says even the police arriving while they are grabbing the SD card is predictable. Obviously that was going to happen. Like nothing surprises me on this show. And that's, what's super disappointing to me so far. Well, who keeps their SD cards in a locked drawer? Nowhere near a computer or anything like that's just. <laughs> well, and who the hell keeps that many fucking SD cards? This year has no. one for every fucking day. <laughs> I, I'm, no. I mean, well, yeah, they did show her recording, I guess, earlier on, like, all the time with that camcorder. Yeah. I guess it could happen, but SD cards... And they drop that, that cheap. device. Yeah, the SD cards aren't that cheap. I know. I, and they're cheap, but they're not that cheap. Mm-hmm. Dear God. She must go to Costco, buy it in bulk. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good assumption. 
It's an astute observation. Yes, there we go. Maybe she'll whip out her Costco card next. (laughs) Right on the money. Exactly. And so one of the next scenes is Emma and Noah debating on whether they're going to destroy the card or whether they're going to wash the card or not. And at one point, Emma says, well, one thing I've noticed is that ever since Audrey has been in jail, I haven't gotten any phone calls from the killer. And I just assuming that the killer is Audrey because you haven't heard from the killer since Audrey went into jail is just ridiculous to me because the killer rarely calls her. So how do you assume that? Because Audrey's locked up for a couple of hours and not even locked up. She's just at the police station for a couple of hours. How do you, how do you even make that connection? Like we have shitty writing. Exactly. And that's exactly <laughs> what it is. It just seems so yeah, that far one on was field. terrible. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, um, really? <laughs> First of all, the, the guy only ever calls her really at night. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, uh, uh-huh. Right. So, I don't know what happens next, but the next important thing is <laughs> I have it down and I just don't give a shit to look because they're so inconsequential what's happening here. And so what uh, happened? Oh, oh yeah. the they're, They break into the, uh, the, uh, the, I had a note on when they were breaking into the house. They left fingerprints everywhere <laughs> and the police have a warrant if right this woman is worth her salt and these writers aren't portraying them that way they would have fingerprinted the doors and a couple other places and like oh the drawers because emma left her fingerprints everywhere yeah they were all over the cards they're all over the door their drawers the you know noah left his all over the walls yeah, it was just like, um, you two are idiots. <laughs> and wouldn't you close the drawer? Like, I, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the thing. And, and, and she and Brock knows that someone was there because she walks into the room, the drawer's open, and the window's open. She, and she makes a face to let the audience know that she knows. And so she knows that there so, was someone there. And then she's just going to buy this cockamamie story that oh, she knows. Emma she knows. pulls out of her ass later. Yeah, she knows, mainly because Emma's acting in that scene is so terrible, and I don't know whether it was the actress's bad acting or if it was intentionally bad, but Mm -hmm. there is no way in the name of hell any police officer or her mom is going to believe a word coming out of her mouth in that scene. I was just like, really? Her mom's (laughs) all for it. That's what pissed me off, because we'll jump ahead. Her mom, she takes her to the house that she grew up in, which happens to be right next door to Brandon James's house. So that's how Maggie aka daisy and brandon james are connected and she tells this whole story about their backstory and basically they you know he was uh kind of stuck to his house but they were still friends and she doesn't even believe that brandon james is actually a killer at all she says that he there's no way the brandon james she knew could never have done this and we also find out a different backstory there we had the unreliable narrator in Noah telling us the story in the first episode, but what we hear here is firsthand account. And so what really happened is her dad found out that Maggie or Daisy in that point was going to meet Brandon James at the dock. And so he told the cops and that's how the cops showed up. Up until this point, we always thought that it was the cops got with Daisy or Maggie and told them to set up Brandon James to meet at the dock, and then they're going to take him out. And so that's something new that we found out this episode that's a little different, and it plays on that unreliable narrator thing that Ash was talking about back when the first couple episodes of this series, which I thought that was pretty interesting. But anyway, she 
essentially tells her, if you don't believe that Audrey could be the killer, then trust that. And so the next scene is Emma making up this entire story about, oh, she was with me the night it happened. And her mom is completely supportive. I'm like, wow, that is that's just fucking terrible. Because not only are you lying. Best mom ever. I know. Not only are you lying essentially under oath. I mean, you were committing a felony and you're bullshitting. What if this person is a killer? I mean, and people are fucking dying. Well, it's not really, just... cause no one's died in like two <laughs> weeks. So not a, not a single person has died in three episodes. And I still don't think anyone's died in this episode. Somebody got stabbed in this episode, but they didn't die. They were dragged off and I don't think they're dead. Technicalities. Yeah. We, we did see random James get shot. But we don't, they, we, don't we see him get shot, and but we don't know if anyone ever found his body. Well, mm-hmm. I, I don't think they did. I think that was said, like, one of the first two episodes. Yeah, I think you're right. But it was such a terrible fake, like, death fall. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't believe that either. <laughs> I don't kinda, believe that either. He kind of flew. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so let's just jump to the ending here. Uh, well, oh, wait, 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 hang on, hang oh, on. Just... I, I have one more note. Yeah. Um, they actually had a scene that finally worked for me between uh, Will and Jake, and that was in the locker room. Did it? Yes, that actually worked for me, just because they're actually playing up to their strengths, which is just being pure thugs to each other. Right. <laughs> so I, I made a note, apparently they hired the two actors for their sullen and violent streaks rather than acting chops. That, that was the audition scene. Yes. So that's how they landed the roles. It's like, perfect! <laughs> but I don't. that scene didn't do much for me at all. It was so quick, and I was like, ugh, I don't know. I just was ready to get this episode over with. Yeah, oh, and that was the other thing. What is with Noah and everybody going to a store to watch evidence from murder cases on big screen <laughs> fucking TVs where anybody can walk in and see I it? I know! It's ridiculous. He doesn't have a house. This is his only environment is this fucking work. <laughs> I guess. So I they decided it was weird that he didn't want her to watch the tape though. Like he was adamant that you know, we really, really, really shouldn't watch this. But he was... also didn't want to destroy it though either. Right. True. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, that didn't strike me as odd, I guess, just because I don't know. It just felt natural. People are dying. Watch that fucking shit. I mean, there was no question in my head. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what we're getting to, is they they decide to watch it, and of course it's something that looks damning to uh, Audrey. She basically says that she's going to fuck Nina up on the night before she died. And so, obviously that looks bad, but but then they have that scene where her mom takes her out to Brandon James' house, and they decide, or Emma decides she's going to tell this bullshit story to get Audrey free, because she just knows. She just... She knows that she's not a killer. And so that they set Audrey free and Audrey is leaving and Emma calls her over and they're talking. She's like, did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. And she's like, well, what you didn't see is that Rachel took the keys and threw them out the window and she stopped me from doing something that I would, I would have regretted. And so that's the end of that part of the show. And then we get to the finale, the, the final scene. The mayor pulls up to this, wherever, the abandoned, whatever it is, and walks in and uh, wills there and says, you know, here's the money that you've paid so far. And here's the last remaining copy of this video. It's on this Which phone. We know is bullshit. I know. Obviously bullshit. 
I mean, I don't know that he knows that. Uh, but... Right. And so he gives it to him and then the mayor's about to fucking shoot him. And he's like, I, there's a lot of things I've done this past year that I'm sorry for. Don't make me doing the right thing. The thing that kills me or something along those lines. And so then the mayor stops and he says, you don't tell this to anybody. And remember, there's a killer on the loose. And then he leaves. And then Piper. Or does he? Huh? Huh? Dun, he does. dun, dun. I mean, we hear the door. But. Eh? Anyway. <laughs> Piper pops out of the back. She was listening to the whole thing. Will is obviously uh, telling Piper this whole story. So it's going to be eventually broadcast to the world what has happened. Well, to the podcasting world, I guess. And so they're trying. They hear something. Piper and Will hear something and they just, they're trying to leave, but the door is locked. So they're walking around trying to find another way out. The killer pops out, which I thought the way or when the killer popped out was pretty good. It startled me a little bit. I was like, okay, nicely done. And then the killer stabs Will. Yay. Yep. <laughs> I, I was so excited. I'm like, fuck yeah, finally. <laughs> but Will and Piper fall to the ground and the killer grabs Will and drags him away, and that's how the episode ends. Will is still alive at this point, because he's, he's yelling shit. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. One, I don't think Will's dead, because this show doesn't have any balls. It's not killing off anybody that we know. Period. And well, two... Asian girl died. That was a yeah, one person. One person. Three episodes in, nobody gives a shit about her. They only were with her for three episodes. And so, I'm just kidding. That part touched me. Yes, I didn't want her to die. But other than that, it's just been nothing. This is three episodes in a row now with no kills. Okay, so who is the killer? So I mentioned last week that I think Piper and I think it's Piper and Branson. I think my Piper thaw, my Piper theory has a lot more weight to it now because who knew that they were going to be in the abandoned warehouse other than Piper, Will, and Jake? And the mayor. And the mayor. The mayor, yeah. No, I don't think Jake knew. I would think Jake would be following Will at this point. Could be. Because that money vanished. Right. And I don't think it's the mayor, just because I feel like that's too easy with him dragging a body out of his car. I think that's too simple. It's not going to be the mayor, I don't think. But my my theory now is that Piper tipped off her, her, her partner in the crime, Mr. Branson, that they were going to be there. And so that's how... The killer was there and killed it because why didn't the Piper go? Out, why didn't the killer go after Piper at all? He only grabbed Jake and pulled him away. It doesn't make sense to me. Why not kill the only witness that's there who's clearly alive because she's moving and looking at you? It just doesn't. Maybe, maybe he wants her to head. report it. She not she got knocked on the head when she falls on the floor. She hits a piece of debris. I think it's a brick on the floor, and she's like not all there, like at all. But I actually have another theory, because Jake, when they're pulling him away, doesn't necessarily look terrified. I don't know if that's bad acting or if they're doing it intentionally. Well, no, hang on. (laughs) Uh, What if Jake is actually, or is that not Jake? That's Will. Will. Uh, Will being pulled away. I keep getting their name screwed up. Jock A and Jock B. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Will's getting pulled away. Uh, and he kind of half-heartedly grabs the wall like, hey, you know, hey, help me, uh, to get her attention. But it's, he's doing it to get her attention. Instead of trying to stop himself to, to stop the dude, what if he's in on it? 
I admit that that went through my head too, just because it reminded me of the first scream. Uh huh. Because that's essentially what they do with the ketchup, and so it reminded me of that. But I, I mean, it's possible. It could be shock, it could be shock too, because mm-hmm. he did just get you know stabbed. It's like holy crap, I've just been stabbed. But on the other hand, it very much plays a lot like them setting each other up in the first scream movie too. Right. Yeah, it's possible, but I'm going to go with my theory just because I want to be right and I want you to be wrong. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. So, okay, Chris, hmm. overall thoughts on this episode? It was better. It's not, it's not the high point, but it's better than the last two weeks, probably okay. combined. <laughs> Only because something finally happens. Like, we've been doing nothing. We've been flatlined for two episodes. But with the whole Will thing... The awful blackmail plot line is done. Mm-hmm. They, they can't drag this shit out anymore. <laughs> well, they can, and they yeah. will. But in my head, it's done. So if Will's dead, he's not which dead. I'm sure, I'm sure Emma's going to get like a picture of Will, and she has to find him in s- certain you amount of time. Preview for next week. Vaguely, and then I forgot it because I didn't care. Well, well, and that's the thing. They actually managed to assemble a preview that didn't completely fucking ruin next week's episode. I agree because. Yeah, we got the gist of what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but it's not like they didn't show anybody, you know, like dropping the bomb on who's getting arrested or anything like that. So, right. And that's I was like, oh, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. But then it started and I was like, well, they're not ruining anything yet. And then I just kept watching. I was like, OK, well, nope, they didn't ruin anything. Thank God. Like, I feel like there are still secrets for next week. So, Ash, what are you, OK, overall thoughts for this week, Ash? Um, I actually watched this episode twice. I watched it once okay. this morning, and then I watched it again when um my wife got home because I wasn't sure if I was going to be conscious. Uh, <laughs> so she was going to be like emergency podcaster just in case. Um, but I uh so watching it the second time, I don't know. I I this one had more replay value, I think. Uh, and there was a couple of different things that I missed the first time. Um, but it was better paced. And aside from a couple of really stupid writing moves, it at least moved along and advanced the plot as opposed to just spinning its wheels for another two weeks. So we actually got something going on. So I liked it for that. Okay. I'm, yeah, when you, when, you, when you say it like that, I guess that does make sense. But I just, I didn't like this episode at all. And <laughs> watching it a second time, like I never wanted to grab my remote and hit fast forward more than on my second viewing than I have this week. I just didn't like this episode. It was, I don't know. It was just boring as hell to me. And so, and another week where no one's killed, which is is just starting to piss me off even more. So I can see, yes, you are right. The plot does advance forward a bit, which I appreciate, but I just don't think this was any better than last week's episode. I don't think it's on an upward trend yet, which is disappointing. Oh, I think this is worlds better than last week's episode, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's not hard to rise above that kind of you know low mm-hmm. point. So, all right, so time for the ratings game. I wish I had like a little cool theme song that I could play at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, so it's time for the ratings game. So last week we had you should hang, you should play uh, the Benny Hill theme. So, actually, let me start with episode four, Aftermath. We had 802,000 
viewers and a 0.3 rating was ranked 10th for the 10 p.m. slot, which dropped 8% from the previous week. Episode 5, Exposed, had 751,000 viewers and was ranked 14th for the 10 p.m. 10 p.m. slot, a.k.a. dead last. And it dropped another 7% from the previous week. Episode 6, Betrayed, dropped another 9% from last week, only managing 684,000 viewers. And it was ranked 11th for the 10 p.m. slot. So yet again, the show drops and it drops a significant amount, more than 5%. I can't believe if these ratings continue, how are they going to have a second season? But then I say that and then I think to myself, well, it's because we don't have all the facts here. MTV is looking more closely at the live plus three day as opposed to the live plus same day, which is we have the live plus same day. For whatever reason, I just can't find the live plus three day ratings. So I found it for the first week and haven't been able to find them since. It's because they're hiding them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because I think they're full of shit that they go up 60% from the live plus same day. I mean, yeah, that seems crazy. What What would that be? So let me. I mean, yeah, they're saying that it goes up from it would basically go up from 684,000 to almost 1.09 million viewers. Like, I just I can't believe that. I can't believe there's that many people watching it because we follow a lot of people on Twitter and not one motherfucking person is talking about this show other than us three. True. And we don't even talk about it. Exactly. We just, we just hashtag it. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't get it. I do not get it. So that was betrayed. I was disappointed. You two were a little less disappointed, which is good. I hope next week's better. Why was it called betrayed? No one got betrayed. Uh, Jake got betrayed by Will. Yes. Uh, I, I just ignore them. They don't really exist. Only when they <laughs> die or I'm quasi die point. or half die. I just like, I love the character of Brooke. I wish something meaningful was going on with her character in the past She'll two die. episodes. <laughs> Someone has to die. There's only four episodes left. I know. Like, <laughs> so we have I'm, way too many people. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm betting it's either going to be Will or one of our three leads next week. No, well, Will's a very unless mean Will and easy. is, oh uh, yeah, unless Will is involved with the killer, they're not gonna save him and he'll die, or the killer's gonna get them, get one of them next week, on one of the, on a stupid stunt that he's having them do. I could see Will showing up, not see. I could see us not seeing Will for the rest of the series until the very last episode where he shows up and is one of the killers. I could see that happening. I guess that would be lame. It absolutely would, but <laughs> I just man. It would be Roman all over again. I'm so disappointed with this TV series at this point. It's just like, ugh. If we weren't doing the podcast, I absolutely would be done watching it. Like, Bridget hates it. But she's like, we're watching Pretty Little Lives, and I'm like, well, we need to watch Scream. And she's like, ugh. <laughs> so bad. And she just gets on her phone and plays on her phone for the entire episode. It's like, yeah, I don't blame awesome. you. Anyway, right, any final thoughts before we sign off for the week? Uh, is there a title for next week? I, sure I there is. I'm sure I don't know what it is. Yeah, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> is there a title for next week? Yes, it's called In the Trenches. That is what the next episode is called, is In the Trenches. Because it's in a bowling alley. Huh, uh, uh. Yep, exactly. <laughs> oh, how clever, Barf. Oh, sorry. <laughs> any, any notes to end on, Ash? <sighs> um, I still think the dad's involved. Somehow, some way, shape, or form. He was too ready to just put a bullet right between Will's eyes. 
<laughs> yeah, but this show likes to do that because wasn't like Jake or Will going to like stab somebody earlier on with the exact same shot. Oh, that's like, right. Yeah, he reached back and we see his hand grasping the knife blade, or the the handle of the knife. That's true. It's exa- it was the exact same damn shot. Just weird. The whole thing's just, it's off. I don't mm-hmm. know what they did. I don't know what happened. Right. Like, it started off okay, and it got slightly better. Yeah. And now we just, we've died. <laughs> and it's trying. It's trying to come back up. <laughs> As long as it keeps giving us shit to talk about for an hour every week, I'll be fine. You know, it, the same thing happened to Daredevil. Like, the Daredevil on Netflix, like, like towards the middle, they kind of lose track of where they were going with it. But Daredevil could do that because they had a lot of really good fucking actors and a lot of decent writing going on. <laughs> this show doesn't have either of those things right, right now. Right. And I think that's part of our problem. Yeah. All right, well... I think that's that. So make sure you guys listen to that clip earlier in this episode because we didn't have a winner from last week. And so I'll just keep adding on a movie each week until we get a winner. And send me your guesses to contact at Cinefessions.com or DM me on Twitter at Simon1 or at Cinefessions. DM Chris at D... I'm sorry. At Wolverine (laughs) Factor or DM Ash at D-H-G-F-A-S-H-E. Any one of us will take any of your answers. We don't mind. And make sure you follow us all on Twitter so we can talk there. And we'd love to hear any comments, questions, anything you want to talk about on the podcast, let us know. We love hearing from listeners, so don't be shy. All right. Thank you guys for uh, joining us for episode 14. And I guess that's that. So we will catch you next time. like oh you're gonna help me i'm like yeah she's like well you're gonna have to wait till next week to help me because i'm on the rag this week so next week you'll have to help me by letting me sit on your chin so you can tickle me and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) and i just walked away because i had nothing to say (laughs) oh